welcome back, guys. Hi, friends. To the seventh episode of the Tuckahawks podcast. Hope you're doing well. In this episode, we kind of go into a lot of entertainment-related stuff. Yes. Um, not just with the Emmy nominations, but what do we talk before that? Oh, um, I talk about my experience watching Black Klansman. Yes. Yeah. Um, which went <laughs> interestingly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she. Had, it was just a really like a, a rundown of how that movie went, as well as a lot of commentary. I think, yeah, like the critique. It's, it's a lot. Of, it's a pretty relevant and recent movie that came out, so a lot of commentary about that. But yeah, it, like it's kind of <laughs> off the Handmaid's Tale run of us ranting about that last yeah, podcast. Yeah, which... sorry guys. I mean, I know last po- last episode we talked about the Handmaid's Tale apologize. the entire time. We had fun recording. Yeah, that. you know what yeah. we did. You know what? Let's not. No, <laughs> I am unapologetically in love with the Handmaid's Tale. Okay. Yay. Okay. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a break from that, but I, we kind of do talk about it. We do like, talk about uh, it like again. Forty different times. So you yeah. Know what? But, um, yeah, we're going to go through the Emmy nominations after uh, we talk about the Black Klansman. And that's pretty much for this episode. Yeah, we try to keep it as short just because of the last few podcasts. I think even the one right before, no, not the sixth, the fifth episode was like an hour, 15 minutes. Oh, dear. And it was, yeah, it was lengthy. So, again, like we always say, let us know what works for you guys. If you like the longer podcast, that's great. If you want to continue to see us, you know, releasing episodes like this, which was, you know, in and around... Um, 30 to 40 minutes yeah yeah let us know right because um i don't know about you but i listen to podcasts on the road all the time that are like an hour yeah for yeah because it, it'll like encapsulate my yeah exactly transit time so yeah let us know in the comments we're on instagram as well at tacklehawks pod yep. leave us a little note there or at our gmail uh which is tacklehawks podcast at gmail.com um and we're also on soundcloud and thanks to the people who are listening to our stuff there because we're seeing likes and follows and i mm-hmm. like that enjoy that that we're getting a new fresher crowd there. exactly not just our friends and not family, just our friends and family. <laughs> that's the goal yes One day you might. random people strangers <laughs> dream to actually have an audience oh. oh my goodness anyways um we're gonna cut it this intro because it's over two minutes um so enjoy this episode and um yeah went to the movies Iman yes and I went to the movies oh Eden Barak oh oh my god yes Eden Barak did too <laughs> I was like has it been that long yeah Eden Barak so I went to the movies on Eid actually that's oh, why really? I said I realized did you go with your family um yeah so like after Eid prayer yeah so this this Eid I'll wait like my family always comes over to my place so um, after Eat Prayer, we went out for breakfast. And then me and my brother and my cousin were like, oh, let's go to the movies. Because, like, people don't usually come over till like, lunchtime or, like, late lunch. Okay. Yeah. So we were like, oh, let's go to the movies. And then we were looking to see what's out. And then we saw Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, I heard it's going to be really good. Like, Spike Lee directed it. Right. You know. Yeah. So let's go watch yeah, it. Exactly. So you want to go see it. <laughs> um, honestly, like, I didn't really know what to expect from it. I just knew that it was about it was based on a true story about a african-american detective that infiltrated or that helped infiltrate the kkk in the 70s okay that's interesting because i actually have seen a lot of coverage about it but never mm-hmm. actually knew what the plot was <laughs> um but i just want to i'm just gonna 
check. Okay, so it's it's cla- uh, classified as a drama slash crime film, mm-hmm. but like I feel like that's not what I got from it. Okay, like I can I can see the drama and crime. I get it, but like it kind of read almost like as a dark comedy. Okay, yes, because that's honestly that's what I thought it was. I, that's what the that's promos, the impression that I got. Like it's a okay. dark comedy, but I don't think it's supposed to be a dark or. That's not good. Though. It's not supposed <laughs> to be like very comedic, I guess, but. Anyways, let me just open my little notebook here because I took notes. Okay. Um, about okay. because I'm sure as um anybody listening to this like as you said it's been covered a lot. It's in the media right now because there's been a lot of critique on it. Yeah. So hold on, I'm going. To, okay. <laughs> so I love how you take notes. <laughs> so um the critique. Okay, so the first thing that came or the first like big critique that came out after the movie was released was from Boots Riley, who's okay. the director, I believe, of um, Sorry to Bother You. Have okay. you heard of that movie? I, again, same thing. I've seen the promos. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen the movie either, but I've yeah. heard it as good, so I want to see it. But Boots Riley um, came out with this like, three-page long essay Ooh, okay. on like Twitter or something, yeah. um, critiquing the film and basically basically saying like a lot of it is fake and not real. And his biggest critique was that um, the film, like, painted police as, um, like, the heroes mm. or, like, anti-racist. Okay. In, uh, and in terms of, like, the context, because we're in the 70s, okay? So, like, <laughs> obviously there are still, like, the KKK is still it's, it's very, very prevalent. It's, it's a lot. Um, so it was, like, ahistorically anti-racist. It was, like, weird. Even when I was watching the film, I was like, why are they so nice to this black guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Um, even though that, like that's a, not really the greatest view to have, but yeah. it's true. Like yeah. why if it's it felt like a, it was too. If it's supposed to be a period piece, I would yeah I would understand why that's a. Um. So basically, it was he critiqued that the film downplayed the years that the detective, which was Ron Stallworth, that's the guy's name, mm-hmm. uh, spent il- infiltrating black radical organizations before the KKK operation. Okay. Um. And he had this like there was this quote that he um that came from Bootsarelli that he said he said for Spike to come out with a movie where story points are fabricated in order to make a black cop and his counterparts look like allies in the fight against racism is really disappointing to put it very mildly mm-hmm. so I think his whole critique was like yeah the fact that it looked like the cops were allies and that they weren't there wasn't like an issue you know what I mean right, right. but in the film like there are cops who have the view like this very racist um view of like black people and, and their like status mm-hmm. there are still cops in the film or more like one cop but like there's yeah, still yeah. cops in the film that that have that viewpoint but it was really odd i guess seeing that it was kind of like this gang of cop friends yeah. <laughs> taking down the kkk it was just like <laughs> they're all happy together oh my um God. Okay. but yeah he said that the film's depiction of a of police as heroic did a disservice to black organizations and civil rights figures targeted by law enforcement which i can see because like yeah you you hear of all these stories and all these groups like being targeted by police and to this day you know police are very very big issue in black communities especially in the states even here in toronto we've had issues so Mm -hmm, i could see that how that would make people upset yeah um because yeah. What I was going to say is that, is that something that you noticed during the film, like, as you were watching it, or only became, like, a, oh, No, 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 right I did notice it during the film, but it wasn't, like, 
it was just like odd to me but i was like oh i like why should i question it and my viewpoint i like what i thought i thought the entire like obviously um when they create like biographical pieces in film like not everything is 100 percent true for sure for entertainment purposes but like i thought like you know the thick of it like most of it would be true Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. in my thought like it looked weird to me but i was like okay maybe that's just what happened right 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 right, but he is saying that there are parts of this film like some of these scenes or like whatever are fabricated just for like entertainment purposes Mm. um if that's the case, then yeah, there's an issue because yeah. well, it it's not sen- reality. It, it's such a sensitive topic. It's not like something that you can, like a Steve Jobs movie where you can mess with the narrative. Or yeah. It means. This is completely about something exactly, different. And exactly. And this time, I think. And I, I also yeah. agree with his point about like the time frame and like how it downplayed the years and stuff like that. Like even during the film when he became a police officer, like mm-hmm. he just became one. Oh, there was no struggle. He just like, there was no... yeah, he went to the police station and he was like, yes, I want to be a police officer. And they were like, okay. okay. <laughs> I was like, huh? I was like, um, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was easy for a black man to become in a position of power yeah. in the seventies yeah. that easily. Yeah. I don't think it, I don't think it happened that easy. Yeah. I mean, it could have, but it yeah. just, it was odd to me. Mm-hmm. And then like how they portrayed his infiltration of the KKK it just felt like not a lot of time passed, which I'm sure isn't the case. Mm-hmm. Like, he, it felt like he just, like, he's, like, did it. He was, like, KKK. Like, he made, you know what I mean? He so was, like. You're going down. Because <laughs> <laughs> what he did was, obviously, he couldn't go to KK. Like, he's black. He couldn't do that. Yeah. He, but he would talk on the phone and, per, like, put on a white voice. Okay. I'm, quotate, big yeah, quotation yeah, marks yeah. there, guys. Yeah. Well, a white voice. Him, but, yeah. It was hilarious. Because uh, that's the part that was, like, comedic. A mm-hmm. lot of it was, because. He that's would, why that's why I was like assuming yeah, that I was like I'm he would like, put on like that very like especially at that time the way that they spoke apparently it was like white like you know like white. yeah white like extra H in there. yeah so he <laughs> would put on a voice like that and then be uh, pretend to be a white guy and talk to like people the members of the KKK Just and then that. his one of his like partners part of that pro uh, part of the team or whatever the team would yeah. go into the meetings and pretend to be him okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's how it happened. But, yeah, it definitely felt like it what happened too fast. It mm. happened too easily. It was mm. just like... There was no struggle there. there. I mean, there were some close calls. Like, oh, are you really... Yeah. You know? Yeah. But... Interesting. It and was... Like, coming from Spike Lee, too, I think. Yeah. Is, is, the criticism is interesting. I know. Like, I but don't like, want to watch Spike it. Spike Lee... Like... Yeah, I still think you should watch it yeah, and, sure. like, try to see it for yourself, but... Spike Lee did um, respond, kind of respond to it because he said that he didn't really want to respond to it because it takes away from the movie, mm. but he still responded to it too, kind of. Because he said that, like, he argued that his past films have been very critical of the police. Like, it's not like he's oh, not aware okay. of the issue. He's like, look at my past films. My past films have critiqued the police a lot, but I'm not going to say that all police are corrupt or all police hate black people mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, colored mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. what he was... He, that's kind of like his response and i i understand that viewpoint as well because yes we that's, can't yeah. paint the police force as or police officers all by one brush however yeah. <laughs> however yeah the, the institution yeah, okay. is is um like the institution is racialized mm-hmm. like it's embedded in this institution yeah, it's, 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 it's a racist it's a systematic yeah racist institution so like even if maybe an individual police officer isn't racist 
Yeah, it, that doesn't reflect. It doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and that's what I was thinking when you were saying like it the, that the police officers in the movie didn't necessarily like they seem too happy to you know happy go lucky. Yeah. My immediate thing of like that's but that's Spike Lee being purposeful here because I think like yes he can say that all all his other movies have been very critical of yeah po- like the police in the past mm-hmm. my like thinking around that is kind of well that's a cop out for me because this movie is about police <laughs> like do you know what I'm your main yeah. character is in the so i like that's kind of a cop out for me but interesting that he said that i just think because again it's such a sensitive time that he's releasing a movie like this and that there's a lot of critique against police officers and you know they're not allowed to attend a lot of um, you know, like the gay pride parade, for example, they're not even allowed to like kind of be there because they, they you know, the LGBTQ community has ties with um, the Black, Black Lives Matter movement. So mm-hmm. things like that. Like, I think because of all of that that's happening and all of those conversations, he's kind of being a people pleaser here and kind of just going, okay, no, my opinion is very neutral, you know? Yeah. And like, even in the film, the beginning, like when he becomes an, a police officer, he's not even of importance. Like, he's the record, he's in the record department okay. like he's the person who get who the police officer comes in like i need a file on so and so he's okay. like a librarian okay okay <laughs> of the police i mean not the librarians are not important very important <laughs> i just mean like it he it wasn't what he was expecting obviously to be yeah. when he becomes an officer he doesn't expect i'm gonna be the record keeper or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the only reason they put they put him undercover is because they uh an influential i can't remember his name but an influential uh, black uh, speaker, I think, who is part of the Black Panthers. Okay. Black Panthers, yeah. He's <laughs> is coming to speak for um, the uh, Black Student Association of the University. I can't remember what it was. Um, so the reason, they have this one black dude in their police force. Who's going to infiltrate that little scenario? <laughs> oh, I wonder. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. So they, that's the only reason he gets to be undercover. They put him undercover because they want to send him to this event and see, like, what how this crowd reacts to this guy because he's he's a very well like really really good speaker Mm -hmm. so he's gonna like you know get them riled up and like so they want to know if there's gonna be any like um retaliation from like the black community or whatever so that's the only reason they send them in so he's Mm -hmm. like i am a police officer i am going in so like yeah and it's so weird because he it's not weird but his character is very different from the people at that not rally but at that event Mm -hmm. because everybody's like black power black power or like you know, we the people, and he's just, like, kind of, sin- he's, like, so, like, he, you can tell he feels awkward, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, he's an outsider within his own community. Yeah. Almost. Interesting. But then he starts to, like, listen to the words, and yeah. he's kind of like, oh, that kind of makes sense, but, and also. But he seems like such an insignificant character, then, if he's the main character. Is it, like, supposed to be a learning curve of, like, he gets exposure, therefore now he's gonna be the guy who infiltrates the KKK? Is that the story arc, or is it just... I I want no. I know. I understand. But like, you know how he decides in the movie. I don't know if this is like reality, but in the movie, how he decides to infiltrate the KKK. You know how he just sees an ad on the newspaper. He sees an ad on the newspaper for the KKK of like guys in like the hoods and stuff, and he's like, no, it's like it's like it's on the like it's it's like a a little ad that says like Ku Klux Ku Klux Klan. And it has a phone number, like, if you want to join, become a member or something like that. And he just looks at it, and then he picks up his phone and calls them. <laughs> That's it! There was no, like, nothing, yeah, like... nothing from the heart, nothing passionate. Well, I don't know, say. but that's how it made it seem. Oh, God. He just picked up the phone and was like, hello, my name hey. is Ron Stallworth. Like, what is that? 
And then That's he became, but he became really passionate after the film. Yeah, but it was just like, if it, oh no, yeah, yeah, I can see why that would have some issues. But you yeah. know what? Um, I would say that is a dark comedy. That's a dark, <laughs> dark comedy, right? Because <laughs> there's, I'm thinking back it's like at it, and even oh, she like like yes. oh my god, that's and then straight out of a sketch, man. The and then there's like parts of it that are like we were like laughing out loud because there's one there's one part I'm ruining the movie for you but it's okay there's one part at um the end of the movie where like he reveals that he's a black guy (laughs) to the to the leader of the KKK um and he like picks up the phone and calls the guy and he's pretending to be like the white guy Mm -hmm. white version of himself and then he goes um because earlier he was like um they had a conversation about like why he believed that he was a white guy or whatever. Like, he talked a certain way, whatever. So he's like, so are you sure? Like, how do you know I'm not a black guy talking to you? this is all over the phone. Yeah, yeah okay. all over. And he's like, what do you, like, because. Da, da, da. And then he starts, like, like focusing on the different, like, lingo and stuff that the guy mentioned before. And he goes, it's, it's funny, but he just, like, basically calls him out and is like, yeah, I'm black. <laughs> like, whatever, right? Okay. And then everybody starts laughing and you're like, Okay, is that really what happened? I want to know. Is that yeah. really what happened? You I'm just went- so confused by this movie. Just your ex- <laughs> your explanation of everything. Am I supposed like though every little moment that you described of the movie? I'm almost like, am I supposed to be like really happi and like admire this? Because that's all what bi- biographical movies are about. Mm-hmm. You see this st- someone's growth, and you know you know what the end point is. You know what they achieve, so you want to see everything that happened. Yeah, but every point you're mentioning, I'm like. Oh, that sounds like an accident. But, like, <laughs> no, but he's he actually does, like, yeah. he succe- successfully infiltrates the chapter, that chapter of the KKK that he's in. He infiltrates it, he stops an attack from happening, mm. um, and, like, that's all great. But, like, there's also some parts of it, I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah. And then how the movie ended, like, completely different tone. Okay. Of how... Of like the rest of the the, the okay you could just everything okay, in the movie. spoilers to everyone on the podcast but who cares okay go no on. but this is like okay the the movie ends and then after the movie ends not like no credits have have happened or anything okay but they go they start showing like videos and pictures from the Charlottesville uh, protest from last year yes do you remember yes yeah yeah so like the white rally or whatever it's mm. like white power Ugh. yeah yeah anyways yeah, it shows yeah. like videos from that and then it shows the the protest that happened after that because remember okay yes. And then it shows like all the videos from that, and like when the cars like ran graphic? into the That's street, what I was say. It's yeah, gross. and like hitting people. It was really and the entire theater was silent. Like we were just like, "What is going on?" We were just staring, and then was it supposed to be like an art house film? Like now that I'm thinking about I, it, I don't know. But it just went through all these videos and pictures, and like people are like getting hit by cars people are crying and it's just showing it's like a really it's powerful because you're seeing all these things yeah. happen it just happened last year mm-hmm. and we're watching it's a movie of something that happened in the, the 70s, 70s. It's so, it's, so it's, yeah. it's it's like it's like very like it's supposed to i feel like it's supposed to slap you in the face like hello yeah. it's still happening exactly. kkk still exists my man like yeah, yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. but it was just like the tone of it was so different it mm-hmm. was like a very jarring and i think that was purposeful it was yeah, supposed absolutely. to like you yeah. know kind of shake you awake but it was just like, and then it just like ended, and everybody in this literally the the theater was completely silent. Like mm. we all were just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah. Um, it sounds it sounds a little tone deaf though. The whole movie's a little like. I want you to watch it. And I want you to um, tell me what you think place. because yeah. I, when I first, I think the impression that I got right after the film was over because of how the film ended, like 
it was, I was like, wow, that was so powerful. And I, that overpowered the whole, the rest of the film. But now that I like read articles and I talk about it more, I'm like, you know, there are parts of the film that I don't understand, Mm, mm. you know? Do you think like it, it, it it was that, like, it was Spike Lee was reading about this guy's biography and whatever. And I kind of through learning about him, realized like a lot of the moments prior to the very end of like what he actually achieved was kind of a little mundane. Like what if it was that he saw an ad and that's what he had to include? Yeah, if that's, if that was the case, that was the case. Like, you know? Yeah. I don't know how else he could have. Okay. Interesting. Well, I'll, no, I'll watch it because I, A, I get really critical when it is about, you know, race-related mm-hmm. issues, movies, but also I love biographical movies. Like, I love movies about someone's, like, um, have you ever watched, uh, there was two really good ones uh, a while back that came out, Imitation Game. Did you watch that? No, I haven't seen The that. Benedict Cumberbatch was in? Oh, I haven't seen Amazing. it. Amazing. Amazing. The ending of that, because that whole movie is like, like, storyline is perfect, but the end of that, what they, you know how, like, they always say, like, you know what the little lines about what happened to them after the fact like that stuff reading oh. that of like oh my god the world's an awful place like, <laughs> you just hate humanity so the imitation game is amazing and anyone who's listening knows what exactly what i'm talking about like how basically it's the, the torture he goes through oh. at the end and it's like for really superfluous for what he ended up doing which was saving the world <laughs> right so <laughs> there's that and then um the the theory of everything which i haven't seen that either Stephen Hawking. but i've heard that's yeah really good yeah which is amazing and that movie is a little different because it kind of shows him as an anti-hero which i liked because um stephen hawking's as much as like he's done amazing things in the science world like he treated his wife like shit like Mm -hmm. and like that little side story i really liked because it brought him down to be like no really he was just really focused on his work and put everything aside possible you have to know that that meant almost like abandoning his family practically so i liked that i like that they showed that it made that a reality right yeah because i really haven't heard that story prior to that movie um so it was really good but yeah and i did want to talk about also uh the emmy nominations because i think the awards are happening on the 17th of september who do you know who is hosting oh colin jose and michael che you know who they are right yeah the yeah, SNL yeah, yeah. From, I, love, I love them. Oh, so that's like my favorite out of all. Like, when, in SNL, that's my favorite part. They revived that segment so well. Because remember before it was Seth Meyers? He was good, oh, but at yeah. the same time, I'm like, oh, you're No, like, I love them. Yeah. The way they play off each other. Yes. And especially, I love watching their yeah. reactions. Yeah, yeah. Because when someone... <laughs> no, I love... Because they, they, they have to try to keep their face yeah. so... You know, neutral because they're news yeah, reporters. Yeah, they gotta finish the lines. Yeah, exactly. Like, but like sometimes you, oh, they'll so. say something and the other one tries so hard not to laugh. Yeah. And I love seeing that on their face because I'm like, yes, you think it's funny too. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> you know, oh it's not just God. like us like trying to. You're like living through them. <laughs> oh my God, you're like, yes. No, but I love when they fuck with each other. Yeah, and they try to yeah. get each other off track. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. God, I hate you. And I'm like, yes. I love you or both. when they bring in the guests and the yeah. guests really like mess, mess them up. It's so oh funny. My God. Do you know? Sorry, this is off track, but two things. Colin Jost, do you know who he's dating? I don't know if he's still dating her or no. not, but they should be. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, I did not know yeah, that. So exciting. So they're they're a thing. And then um, the guy who does uh, the little hee hee character on, <laughs> on SNL, who is that? Bill Hader? Bill Hader, he does like the. Oh, he does that character on that part of the show where he wears, like, the, the tattoo sleeves shirt. Oh, my God. Let me search it up. Hold on. If you don't know who this is, this segment is, like, the best segment on SNL. Like, has been for a while. Oh, my God. SNL. 
What's his name? Is it Stefan? He plays that character. Stefan? Wow, Iman. I don't think I've ever seen it. Iman. I know, oh, I'm sorry. Oh my god. Okay, but his, his talk about like being fucked with. So his character <laughs> basically is that the writers of SNL, um, when he used to be on the show, mm-hmm. um, would write up his script for him without him knowing. But like, so the se- his segment is... Also, oh, he would never like be able to practice it? No. So what happens is um, he basically comes on to that segment of mm-hmm. SNL to give a report on like the, this latest, you know, uh, the nightclub scene. Let me tell you about oh. what's happening. Like he'll give like a review of parties or what, what you should be looking forward mm-hmm. to. So, <laughs> what he describes the parties, that part is what they put in, and, like, they put the stupidest stuff in just so he can barely get through saying the line. Oh. So, that's why, <laughs> that, that's part of his character, but also because he can't keep himself together. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's funny. I love that they, like, he has that relationship with the writers. Anyway, yeah. you're watching that later, for sure. <laughs> okay. So, back to the Emmy Award nominees. So, let me see if I can get... I don't remember the last list. time I watched the Emmys. I'm sorry. Okay, anyone who knows me Listen, knows that I watch Listen, you know it what? Me with award shows, like, they're great, but, like, I can't focus. <laughs> they just, it's boring. I can't. I'm sorry. No, you, okay. you know what I do sometimes, especially for musical ones, musical award shows? Like, oh, Grammys. Like, BET, Grammys, yeah. Yeah. MBAs, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'll record it, and then I'll skip through everything except the performances. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I'll put on my PBR. Yeah. And yeah. then I'll skip through everything and then just watch yeah, basically, the performances. You're basically skipping over, like, the, the entire music stuff. And you're, like, skipping. Yeah. No, but I'll skip over even the awards. Really? Yeah. I'll <laughs> just, really I just want to see the performances. <laughs> you really don't Sometimes I just, I'm just like, I don't want to. I don't care. Oh, my God. I can funny. find out who won online. I don't need to watch you. Like, oh, my God. That's crazy. For me, the Oscars especially. I'll watch it from I, start I can watch, to finish. I don't... Mm. I will. <laughs> I will watch even the red carpet and see Whoa, those. Whoa, I can't do that. I will do I, everything. So, you know what the red carpet for me is just like, you're just... I, I don't care. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't that's, I don't care what you're doing in your life. That's so <laughs> funny. No, I mean, I watch it because of the... I mean, I, now it's... I like seeing what they, wa- like, exactly what they wear right. sometimes, yeah. but yeah. um, I'll, it's like I, I'm focusing only half. Like, mm-hmm. I'm only... Mm-hmm. I'm, it's kind of like in the background, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I, I, I actually like the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Oscars is one that I like to watch, but... Do you, have you ever watched... I'm gonna expect you to say no, but have you ever watched the Tony Awards? <laughs> I okay, I have watched Tony Awards, but it's been a while. Okay, which one did you watch? Like, like, do you remember? I don't okay. remember. It's been that long. I like it. The <laughs> last time I think, oh, the last time was actually Kevin Spacey. So let's not, yeah. <laughs> so that was one, but the one before that was Neil Patrick Harris, I think, and he did a, no James Corden and then Neil Patrick Harris, and he oh, does like James a Gordon. great job. Yeah, James Corden's actually really great. I saw he did a. Carpool karaoke with Ariana Grande. And yeah, was, it was great. Was it? I, didn't, I didn't watch. Well, that I love Ariana Grande because her. I just love her voice. Ariana Grande. I mean, I don't know her as a person, obviously. Yeah. But her personality, like the one she portrays, at least, is a little weird. Yeah. She. I feel like her face it's, it's, is very baby-like. Well, I think she makes that purpose. That's like, why I don't like that. Dresses. Why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah. I understand you're a small person, but why <laughs> do you person. feel to? Because it's like she looks like a baby, but she's very sexual. It's really. Dr- yeah. It's. I don't like it. It's concerning. That's, yeah. What she dresses, I think, is definitely purposeful. Like she's not. Anyway, yeah. And then is. the way she talks. Remember, she used to be cat. Do you remember that Sam and cat yeah. or cat and Sam yeah, or and whatever? Way, it's everything. It's every, the way she sits, like her hand between like, her, like like this. Her voice like, oh. like goes well. In as the character cat, her she her voice was 
I couldn't listen to it. It yeah. was so high. It was too and like, higher. But yeah. that's her actual voice, just a little, little lower. Yeah. But like, that's her actual voice. Yeah, I know. It's a little. I know. She's. But now she's married to Pete Davidson, which I'm mm-hmm. really into. Are they married already? Or are they yeah. just engaged? They're well engaged. Sorry, I okay. keep saying married. But yeah, that was. Uh, she was yeah. with Jimmy Fallon. She was with him at the so. at the MMV MMVAs. What just passed? M- I think it MMVAs. M- right? Much music, right? Yeah. Was it much music? No, MTV. MTV sorry, MTV much Awards. Music. God. Okay. No, not much music. Who goes to the MMBAs exactly. anymore? Oh my god. Oh man, I hate watching the MMBAs. I think it's out of all award shows, it's cringy. No, the people. It's that, so cringy. The people if, talk about a red carpet. I won't. Oh watch dear it, god, they are so person. awkward. How are and you like, doing? I don't like it at all. Oh, I'm so. And they always put Mariana's trench on their set list, and I'm like, Mariana's trench. They can't sing anymore. They lost their talent. I don't know what happened, but they now lost Headley's it. Headley's gone too. They oh, Headley's have, a sexual sex offender. Yes, I'm saying it's another gun. It's another gun. I'm like just thinking, oh wow, there's a lot of people just falling off. But of like me. seriously, Mariana's trench. What happened? You lost yeah. your talent. <laughs> wow, we went so off topic. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> back okay. to the, back to regular programming. I'm sorry. Okay, so we're just looking at uh, the different um, categories and who's nominated under each. Ooh. So for best comedy, we have Atlanta. Do you watch Atlanta? I have watched the first few episodes. I've only seen yeah. the first episode, and my brother yells at me every only single first, time. Only the first. I've only seen the first episode. Man, it like it. It's so it's funny. I just I don't know why I haven't picked up on it. it. My brother it's gets a mad at me. It's a slower paced show. It, it is a slower paced. That's show. why. But like I love seeing Atlanta because I'm a huge fan of Childish Gambino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. too. Because he can do everything, and I'm like Literally. always admiring people, creative people who can kind of like do touch any category, yeah. <laughs> yeah, any form of entertainment. Doesn't matter, and like really excel, like give a shit and excel. So he's a rapper. He like this show for me is like the pinnacle of like his creativity to show. Like, yeah, because this he show can act, he can write even he can just direct, from seeing the like, first episode. Oh. Like my brother and cousin talk about it all the time, so I already know this show's good because they like they know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I trust their judgment. Yeah, um, it's but amazing. just from watching the first episode, like. It's so good yeah, it's because so it's, a, it's I would say it's a dark comedy. Yeah, like is, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. kind of like hits the real like reality of living in like the hood and stuff. But exactly. at the same time, it's I mean it's, yeah. it's, it's I can't imagine Childish Gambino doing it purely yeah, serious. Like, yeah, he couldn't. So no, but there's like this one part of the I'll name the rest of the nominees. But there's this one part of the show, and this is in the first season still. But like it, it he's so good at focusing on like on small issues, but showing like both the comedic and like really sad parts of it. So it's it kind of reflects his life. He's going on a on a date with a woman who is the mother of his child, but they're kind of not together. Yeah, so, that's such a weird. Yeah, and I think their yeah, re- relationship is so weird. I that think was, he's like that. In, oh, like, is it is it yeah, in real life? Yeah, because wow. I remember he accepted the word for Atlanta last year, and it's the same thing of like I'd like to thank my baby mama of like because I think it's literally. Um, it's so, such an interesting relationship. Yeah, and I love that part of the the show because there's an episode where it literally focuses on, you know, they're trying to get back together, so they're almost on like a, a again another first date. Mm-hmm. So she's all like expecting him to fuck up again, like he's she's just ready, but she's somehow putting up with him. And so he knows the date's coming up, but he's short on money. He's practically he's broke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so like he's at the restaurant and trying everything possible to like not pay as much as like oh, you know yeah. but she chooses an expensive restaurant oh, like she's ordering yeah. stuff like things go wrong like just that one scene of them together at the table like him like i love that like him trying his best but also at the same time you're laughing your ass off because you're like oh that's gonna be something else he can't pay for <laughs> and so and she's like oh i love that that's my favorite so yeah really like the show there's barry which i think is a bill hater show it's new and i don't know too much about it blackish my I family love, love blackish yeah blackish is great. i absolutely love blackish 
I don't watch enough of it, but Blackish is great. Curb Your Enthusiasm came back after being on, like, it was a, a show that didn't continue after a while, but is like a fan favorite, so it might win. Um, Glow, do you know that one? No. It's that one with um, the girl who used to be on Community, that brunette one. Mm-hmm. And it's a show about uh, female wrestlers who kind of make their oh, own WWE. Oh, I saw the trailer for that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'm going to watch it ever, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's the lady who made um, uh, with the Orange is the New Black. Oh. The same director. Lady. Another show that I probably will never watch. Yeah, I've, I've never. that's a show I I've seen really the first watch. four episodes of the first season. First when the first season came out, and you didn't like continue. years ago, and you didn't like it. I, it's not that I didn't like it, but it's just I just didn't. I decided not to continue, and then I feel like now it's just too late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I don't know what that Never is heard about. Of Amazon. Uh, yeah. They Amazon, do shows on Amazon. Yeah, Amazon Prime. Even that that transparent show was on Amazon. Oh, yeah, interesting. And Silicon Valley and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which I, I watch. love. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. You told me to watch it a bunch of times. You need to watch I it, know. and you know what? You have to have a certain. You have to have a certain like humor. You have to have a certain perspective about you to actually like the show. Yeah. Because I've watched it with multiple people, and they just don't like it. And I'm yeah. like, how? I don't. I, you have to like dark comedies. Yeah. That's it. You have yeah. to like dark comedies. I appreciate dark comedies because they're like this is reality. But like it's also it, yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I love Unbreakable. You ha- have you, like, do you know the premise of the show? Have you yeah, told you? Yeah, t- you told me, yeah. Yeah, well, for pe- for the listeners who don't know the premise of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, it's all on Netflix, so, you know, easy to watch. <laughs> um, but basically, it's about this girl, or woman now, she's 30. Um, <laughs> but when she was 15, she was kid- uh, kidnapped with a couple other girls and put into an underground bunker oh. by this, like, crazy priest dude, who's not really a priest, but he says he's a priest. And tells them that the world is ending, and he's saving them. But he really kidnapped them and kept them in a bunker for fifteen years, telling them the world ended. Right, I, I love, and then so fifteen. I love that premise. Fifteen years later, <laughs> they, the the police find the underground bunker and release these people. So now she's thirty years old, but she's been underground fifteen years, so she has the mentality of a fifteen-year-old. Mm. Obviously, things went weird down there in the bunker, so she yeah. doesn't have the best you know mindset. She yeah. doesn't. She grew up in a very small town, and now they're they're in New York. Mm. Cities, so she's in this big city, thirty years old, but hasn't been out in the open for fifteen years. So her home, it's just like, it's a, it's she's literally a child, mm. but in an adult body. Yeah, and she doesn't know how to make. She doesn't have any education past fifteen years old. She doesn't have like any qualifications for jobs. So she's trying to find her way in the city by herself. She refuses to go back to Indiana. Or I think she's from Indiana. Yeah, small town in Indiana. But it's hilarious because it just like pokes fun at a lot of different personalities in New York and stuff like that. It's really funny. And, like, her roommate, Titus, he's a gay black man. Yes. I I love him so much. Yeah. I love that character. Like, he's like, Titus Andromedon. <laughs> I love him so much. And he's, like, trying to make it as a film star or okay. TV, whatever, like, an actor. It's, the show is so funny. Interesting, It's so yeah. funny. I've heard, uh, like, a lot about it. And, again, I know people who watch it, too. Like, a lot of people do. And I just have to get... Oh man, it's something I have to get. There's a lot of things I have to watch. <laughs> There's that, but out of this category, I really like Atlanta and Silicon Silicon Valley. I've watched. I don't watch Silicon. Man, Valley. I watch every single season. Literally, um, finished off the season finale. I love that show. I think it's, it's it's a smart, not a dark comedy, but it's a it's a smart comedy. Like yeah. it, t- it talks a lot about the tech world. Yeah. It, as is right now, mm-hmm. but the people that cast on this show, like some of the best comedians, like 
around right now, at least in, in the television world, like, really good at improvising and, like, there's certain characters that, like, you just love. There's a lot of brown characters on this, a lot of representation, which I'm really happy about. Um, and, man, like, my favorite is the, is, uh, it's a ghost face guy. He's, um, his name is Jared on the show, but he's been in The Office. He's been oh. on, on Veep. He's been on, oh, wow. on, yeah, he's been on some, like, the greatest comedy shows, but he's, like, the, one of the best improvisers, easily the funniest guy on the show. So re- I would recommend watching Silicon Valley. I think you have to get into it. Just watch, let the first season get to you, and then you'll just want to follow the entire Yeah. Thing. Man, and TJ Miller's not on it anymore, but he was, like, he was a huge part of why the show was successful, I think. So I'd want, well, those two would win, but I'm pretty sure you have a unbreakable little... I don't, I don't know if unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt will win, just because it's not as big as a couple of these shows. Mm. I feel like its audience isn't as big. It might, and it, like, the thing is now, too, with award shows, I find more than the previous years, it's very political. Like, they'll... Like, yeah, that's they'll, true. Like, to be honest, like, I think an Atlanta or a Blackish, and maybe even a Glow will win over, you know, some of the longer running... Uh, for sure, Curb Your Enthusiasm's not gonna win. Like, that's just... <laughs> it, it's just not. I mean, a lot of people love it, yeah. but if you're thinking politically, it's not yeah. gonna go well. Okay. So there's that. And then Best Drama, The Americans, which I've heard nothing but good things about. I've heard nothing. I see my favorite show. You do? I've heard nothing. Okay. No, no. I'm talking about The Handmaid's Tale. Okay, okay. (laughs) Yay! Yay! (laughs) So The Americans, The Crown, Game of Thrones, The Handmaid's Tale, and Stranger Things, This Is Us, and Westworld. Ooh. This Is Us? Do you watch This Is Us? I have opinions about that show. Oh, no. Yeah. Don't break my heart now. That's why I'm not going to say anything. No, but I want to know. (laughs) But honestly, I've... Okay, I watch This Is Us, but I haven't watched it in a while. So I started the first season quite a while ago, um, but I stopped halfway through the first season. Because, mm. yes, like, the show, it really, it's, it, if you're an emotional person, the show will, it, it just, it, it crushes you. It, yeah. it crushes your heart, okay? <laughs> like, literally every episode I was crying. I was yeah. like, why are you doing this to me? But at the same time... I felt like it kind of went a little slow. Like, I kind of got bored. Like, slightly mm. bored. Mm. And when that happens, like, I'll be like, oh, I'll come back to it. And then I'll never co- I just don't go back to it. Mm. But I think I need to go back to because people saying the second season is really good. Yeah. But um, what are your opinions? I want to know. Oh, okay, so I've... I've we never... need to disagree more on this podcast. Okay, I feel so like every single time happening. we agree with each other. It's happening now. Watch out. Okay, hold on. <laughs> this is us. I have opinions about it. Because okay. I've watched... I haven't watched it in sequence. I've watched it here and there because it's always, like, on oh, TV. Oh, like, on TV. I, well, I, you can't I, do that, girl. I, I know, I know. But it's always on TV, and I always see scenes and come back and whatever. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's, like, this is us, I feel like, it's just one of those, like, it's almost sadistic how every single scene is about, let me just make you feel pity for me, and, like, my sad, like, life is so sad, and I have hard troubles, and, you know, there's one character who has, you know, I think daddy issues, I think. Isn't that the... No, his parents are in- interracial. Like his 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 mom's white, I think, or dad's black. Yeah, yeah. No, what? The black character on the show. The, who's, the, who, the black man. Yeah. Like the old. He's adopted. No, wasn't it? Yeah, he's adopted. It's they the, picked him up at the hospital. Oh, okay, okay. Remember? So, okay. I'm, I'm They're both. Mind. The parents are both white. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah there you go. So and then, then he's he was just adopted into the family. I okay. can't remember how it happened, but I think they. I feel like I can't remember what happened to be honest. I'm okay. not gonna say anything, but, no, but I, know I, know, character... I know he's adopted into the family. But for me, they're all their like the troubles in their lives are so trite. Like the the big woman has has issues with obviously like well not obviously this is gonna sound really offensive, but like she has issues with like body and self image mm-hmm. and like I know like in terms of like her dating life and stuff and yeah. and then 
like do you know it's too for me a little too predictable and every episode is so melodramatic that it's like let me just play the slow grandiose sad music in the background and then like we'll spend a long time dreading how this sad part of my life is so sad and uh, <laughs> next episode same thing oh like, like I, I think sad, i think sad family issues you know? I think you. Like, I know. I understand why you feel this way because you you like complex shows. Like we were talking about this yeah. earlier with The Handmaid's Tale. Like yeah. we like shows that really make us think. Yeah. And I don't think that's the case with This Is Us. Yeah. I, I, that's. I don't think This Is Us is supposed to be a show that's like that. I know. It's just it's, purely it's too, it's too a so, drama. Yeah. It's purely a drama. And that's my issue. Is I I never am the type to like. Like I, yeah, I watch reality TV shows, but I think this is not an excuse. Show. But I I don't like soap opera type shows. Yeah. And this Is Us kind of reminds me of that. So I kind of have not that great of a tolerance to even get through an episode of like, oh my god, I know what this is leading to, and you know, I like I like things that are driven by some sort of like a, like thrillers, how they're driven by solving yeah. some sort of an issue. Or so, anyways, it's just not my cup of tea. I understand like it's a huge phenomenon thing, and that whole what was it that whole um, episode or something about how they found out how someone died, and it was like a rice oh the dad thing. So I don't know. I, don't tell me because I don't know. I don't know, Rosie. I didn't watch second season yet. <laughs> but it's about how the dad died. Because you find out in the first season that obviously he passed away. Yeah. Well, not obviously. Like, he's not that old. But yeah. he passed away. Yeah. Um, but you don't know how. Mm. And I think you find out in the second season. Yeah. But... I have, Well, I learned a lot about that because I was just... Anyways, there's the funny things that happened around that. So get back to me on that. Okay. Because I do know some... Like, it affected the world. Like, there were news stories about you it. You know, I don't know who's, who's going to win in this category because I don't watch a lot of these shows. I watch The Handmaid's Tale. And I don't think this is us. Actually... Game of Thrones, I don't think, has a chance. The Crown does and Handmaid's Tale I don't Tale watch does. The Crown yet. Do you watch The Crown? I watched the first few episodes just because, like, it got so much hype and it is about, like, um, like Queen Elizabeth, basically. Yeah, but is it good? Her rise. It's slow. It's a British show, so, yeah. you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, the it's not that funny. It's kind of, yeah. like, very serious, very historical, very much about, like, let's honor this. So keep that in mind when you're watching mm. it. But in terms of, like, the production and, like, little things about the secret lives of that family because they're so protected, mm-hmm. everything about their lives. So I love that part, and the actors are phenomenal. But it's not something I'll stick with. Like, I literally have dropped it after, like, maybe the fifth episode. And there's mm, a lot. It's yeah, a huge I've never. I've always seen it when I'm like browsing on Netflix, but I'm like, mm. the casting choices were well, well, not really do that. Well but I think, but it has a lot of hype, a lot of following. So The Crown and The Handmaid's Tale, I think, will be the ones to win. I'd be surprised if This Is Us or Westworld. I hope wins. The Handmaid's Tale wins. Yeah. Oh my god, I really do. The second season was great. I, I haven't finished, started the second season yet. I finished the finale oh, recently too of that. I need to. St- I need to finish. I'm just like I'm dreading. I really I want to talk about. The, I really want to talk about the final episode. Too. Okay, okay. I really, really. I'll really get back do. to you. <laughs> yeah, we should do like a prediction podcast for like when before the third season when does it release do you know usually april is when like seasons refresh right it's probably next year of april okay yeah so you have enough time to finish the second yeah second season by then okay next section best limited series i actually don't know many of these except one (laughs) except one but i've watched the first episode of the assassination of gianna versace because i love american crime stories oj oh i haven't seen that still i know i know iman you would love that i know you would love that oh my god that was a really like honestly perfect tv show like just that one season yeah what that show was about amazing so it was natural that we went to onto the versace one yeah i've heard good things about both yeah so this one i watched the first episode yeah and i never really continued but Visually, that show's perfect. Yeah, um, actress comedy Issa Rae, Tracy. Yo, Issa Rae's great. Oh, have we talked about Issa Rae before? 
I don't think we have. Ace Attorney's amazing. But you know what? I'm ashamed to say this, um, but I don't watch Insecure. I've, I've watched parts here and there, and it's like, for me, I enjoy seeing her in interviews and her hearing about her work mm-hmm. than her work itself, which is I don't hard. know. All, like, literally all my friends watch it, and they're like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. I'm like, listen. <laughs> She's so funny, though. time. She's so funny, though. Tracy El- Elise Ellis Ross. I love Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah. Like, she's, she's a phenomenal woman. Yeah. Did you see that video about her talking about, like, her being, what is she, 40 or something? Being independent and, like, how it's okay to be single. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see her Vogue? You know how they go into their homes and they have the mm-hmm. 70 questions? No, yeah, yeah, I know. I love that series. I love yeah. that. She did it. I love, I love that. I love just watching anybody, but, like, yeah, yeah I love her. That series is actually so smart and yeah. really well done. Okay. Uh, really have nothing to say about this one. Alice and Janney watch is gonna watch again. For some reason, she wins every year for mom. Such Are a, you serious? No, it's a useless show. No, but that show's weird. But it's a useless show. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Let's just, okay. <laughs> Best, I, I actually get mad about it. Best actor, comedy, uh, for Blackish. Mm, well, I would love for, you know, Daddy. Donald Glover to win. Um, will he win? I don't know. I have no idea. We'll see. I, mm, I don't know. We'll see. I have no real strong opinions in that category. Mm. Best actress drama. Elizabeth Moss. Oh, yes. Okay, if she doesn't win, I'll get furious because I actually... Th- oh, but Sandra Oh actually might win this one. Because have you seen Killing Eve? No, but I, again, someone I've watched a lot of interviews about because she's someone who after... What was that doctor movie she was on? A show she was on? Um, Grey's Anatomy, right? She oh, yeah, that. yeah. So she, after that show, was she like gained nor- notoriety for... like That's when her career really started. Yeah. She had such a huge gap between when she actually started working again because she was waiting for the right project and this was it. Yeah. So I politically, I guess. So it must like, be good. I know, I know. And it, it, it like, I mean, the title kind of sense what it's about. Um, it is a kind of murder drama. So, but um, I think she might win just because of that. Like, because she's bad, because it's like a political thing. Oh. Hmm. But Elizabeth Moss, all the way. I don't care. <laughs> she's actually great. So. Especially in the second season, like the it it amps up like how much she has to like do emotionally for that show oh. is fucking like nuts. So best yeah. actor drama. Um, I like Sterling year. K. Brown. He won last year. Yeah, like obviously. Oh, there's two. Milo. Oh, I don't know who that is. But I love that? Sterling K. Brown. Like in general, I've seen it like in in other roles as well. Mm. But um, I think he'll win again just because that that doesn't seem like a competitive bracket supporting actress is there anyone from handmaids and doubt uh, oh that's um uh that's uh the aunt aunt lydia she's like she, she's vicious man that woman i actually have never felt hate for like i haven't felt so much hate for a person yvonne stravosky that's serena oh there's actually three wow. look at that alex bedell that's emily then that's yeah, Aunt Lydia, and then that's Serena. I kind of Serena. Though I don't know if she'll get it, man. I don't know if she'll get it. She yeah. looks so different, not on the show. Eh? You won't recognize her. Really? Yeah. If you ever, oh, yeah, watch the watch the Amazon, you'll see. Joseph, um, who's Joseph Yannis? That's uh, uh, the commander. Ugh. You know who he is? You know who he is, right? Do you no. recognize that last name? No. Do you know Rafe Fines? Rafe Fines? No. That's Voldemort. <laughs> No way! <laughs> he's in. He's Voldemort. He's the Grand Budapest Hotel. The main guy. Yeah. That's so random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a, like a great phenomenon. Whoa! So, exactly. After the first episode, me and my sister in law saw that last time. We're like, no way, no way. He's not Ray Fiennes' brother. What the fuck? And then I was like, dude, I hate him. <laughs> but oh my god. But acting wise, so though, he, oh. no. Yeah, he plays his role very well. Oh man. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> 
Homeland Ew. Who cares? Okay. Uh, yeah, I have multiple views about Homeland. I want to hear it. I just... <laughs> I try, Honestly, I tried watching the show. Yeah. Um, I just felt like it did the opposite of what it was trying to do. I don't think it even had that right intent. I don't think it had the right intent. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like maybe people watched it because they were like, oh. It's kind of like, what was it? American Sniper. Glorifying oh, the wrong Oh, dear things. God. Yeah. American Sniper. Oh, I felt... You know, when I watched that movie, I just felt like... I didn't actually watch it. I felt it sick. I was pissed. I felt sick. I'm the like entire so, time I watched it. I'm so anti-gun and anti-gun rights like that I could not bring myself to watch it. Even watching it when it was not And then the like Oscar, the response. Fuck. Like I was The not. response that it got. And pe- oh, people God. protecting. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No. No. I felt like sick watching the entire thing. I was mm. just like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, same thing, with, same thing with um, Homeland. Homeland's messed up. Mm. Anyways. Okay. So. Oh, actually three people in the... Uh, supporting actress category for Saturday comedy is SNL. Nice. Leslie Jones, Kate McKinnon, who I love. I love Kate love, McKinnon, and I also love Leslie Jones. Love, but I think Kate. Oh, Kate can do a lot with though with her. Who's, yeah. who's Alex Borstein? Mm. No, that's from the Marvelous. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, eighty. Yeah, I know eighty. Yeah. Okay. Kate McKinnon. I just I love. I She's just, on another level. That woman has so like funny. her bag of characters. Like what she can kind of flip through her improv skills. You see it's live on the show. Yeah. You know when something's not scripted. She's the one her. who does Hillary, right? Yeah, yeah. It is her. It was. It is. She, I love her. I love her. No, she plays that guy. Who's that guy? That rat-looking guy. The possum-looking rat-looking guy. What? <laughs> she, he's on the what? Trump administration. Oh, who's that character that he played? That she plays. Hold on. The SNL character, Kate McKinnon. You don't know who I'm talking about? No. Kate McKinnon. Oh, it's not coming to the top of my head. Anyways, I'll get back to that after. But he played. She She's plays, in a movie that just came out. I saw it. The Spy Who Dumped Me. Who is that with again? Um. Oh my God. What's her name? Mila Kunis. Oh, this again? Yeah, yeah. I saw the um. Poster for it was funny. It was funny. It was kind of like it was kind of like dumb funny, you know. Yeah, is it sometimes seriously some of the um, dialogue in the film? Mm -hmm. I was like, did a five year old write it? Mm -hmm. I was confused because it was just like you know, like dramatic but like bad drama, like. I don't know how to explain it. It's like you know when you when you when they try to make you care about something in a movie. No, it was more like um. I felt so... I don't know how to explain it, but, you know, it it just felt like bad acting. Okay. Which made no sense to me because, like, they're yeah, good I mean, at what yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, what? How, why? Maybe it was... I feel like it was the dialogue. Okay. It was just weird. But, you know, there were some parts that were actually really funny. The thing is, with movies like that, I feel like a lot of comedy dramas, especially that are duo mm-hmm. comedy dramas, like, they, yeah, they kind of fall flat for me. Like, the one with Sandra Bullock and the other actress, the cop movie... With Sandra Bullock in the in the uh, oh Mc, oh uh, Melissa McCarthy oh I didn't like that no yeah I no Melissa I, McCarthy has like really good ones and then like not yeah so good. yeah and Sandra oh Sandra, Sandra Bullock, Bullock oh like, my god the proposal like her comedy in that was that like, movie so good so good. I it's just it's hilarious so that character sorry for Kate McKinnon was who when she plays Jeff Sessions oh so funny. yeah look I put in possum so they know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they know what I'm talking oh about. She's great in that role. I love her as... Uh, anyways, she's yeah. great in that one. 
So that's pretty much our pick for that category. Let's okay. see. Let's, just go let's like, like, yeah, because we're kind of running out of time. Let's go down. Supporting actor. I really don't care about the. Wow. Actually, Versace got so many nominations. Look at that. Wow. Best supporting actor. Television movie. I don't know any of these. Mm-hmm. Black Mirror. I've not. I, I've never actually watched Black Mirror. Me neither. Actually. But I've heard like Man, really good things. I feel like both of us would like that. Yeah. Friday sketch. Oh, series. I love Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah? For a talk looking? series? Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Oh my god, all of these I watched, all of them. Except for Samantha B. Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> what? Who's Samantha B? <laughs> who watches The Amazing Race still? That's I don't understand question. why that show is still, like, and, and produced. And Project Runway, too, actually. It's on Lifetime now? Oh, that's sad. Okay. American Ninja Warrior, my par- my family loves to watch it. Um, I don't yeah, understand actually, why. Actually, it's always running kind of in the background. Yeah. A little reality host. Ellen DeGeneres has Game of Games. Yeah, that? she has a game show now. Okay. I have also have opinions about Ellen, but you know what? Let's. We'll well, that's that. another we'll day. Save that for another. Actually, Hollywood Game Night is so fucking good. Oh, I love that show, I love and that I love show. Jane Lynch. <laughs> I love game show. That those are like those game shows like that the best. Oh my god. Um, I also love none of those. <laughs> Shark Tank is good. Who oh, Shark Tank you, is who good. Do you think you are is good, but like I think I've never seen that. Little- yeah, you do. The one where they, like, set up a scenario in, like, a restaurant or something, and then they'll, you know, they'll record the reactions of people around oh, them, and then the guy walks in and he's like, yeah, hey, yeah, you've yeah, been yeah, yeah. on this show. Yeah, okay. I didn't know it was called that. Yeah, and then, I don't care about this. Guess, no. Who blue, 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 blue. Let's go all the way down to... to do, do, do Animated program? I love Bob's Burgers. And do you watch Bob's Burgers? I watched parts. And I, I like the. It's, I love it's it. Dry, it's the it's dry, dry humor. Yeah. I love that so yeah. much. <laughs> but the, it's the delivery of those lights are so yeah. good. The people who voice animate Simpsons, obviously, okay, always okay. been writing. Uh, obviously, Donald Glover again. He's gonna win again this year. Can we go all the way down to just best TV, please? Yeah. Is that it? Oh. oh okay. Well. Well, I just ended up directing. Well, anyways, I think I, our votes are pretty clear, though. Like, I, if Handmaid's Tale doesn't win at least an award... That's disrespectful. Yeah. You know, that's not recognizing good... Like, good how work. much work has been put into that series and you refuse oh, to give man. them an award? Oh, man. How like, dare I mean, you? We've said in the last podcast, everything about that show, from the acting, directing, writing, the visuals... It's just amazing. Like, it's pretty much perfect, and I can't wait for the third season. Just finished the finale, like I said, and now it's like that sad wait... Until mm, April, I can't wait till I finish. I like I really want to finish the season so I can talk to you about it, but yeah. I also don't because the way so the sad. finale ends too. I was like, it, it's not that it wasn't. It kind of wasn't satisfying for different oh. reasons. So, but we, we could talk. We might have different views on it though, because I just That's didn't true. agree with decisions made by the characters, not like that show. But oh, we'll okay. see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes, and I'm always excited to talk about that stuff. So where are we at? Okay. I think yeah we're gonna we gotta end that because yeah. we're trying to keep it short and sweet for you guys you yeah. know and like always <laughs> the, the, our ask is leave us something in the comment if you have something yeah. to ask us even Reach though the comment us. section right now is empty guys zero tumbleweeds that's what it is <laughs> it's just dry just just little crickets little crickets everywhere but guys please like let us know what you want to hear about the podcast even if there's comments about you know how the podcast is going so far compliments here and there would help <laughs> also um if you know us personally which a lot of our yeah exactly our, our listeners <laughs> are our friends and family if you know us personally just talk to us in normal conditions like text us give us a call you know you don't gotta leave it in the comments at least reach out you yes. know we're like asking people in our social lives to talk to us that's so sad 
<laughs> no, but like seriously, what are your thoughts about? Yeah, you know, for sure. We've gotten some feedback, which is great, but we can always learn, yeah. right? We always want to do better. So. And we've been playing around with the format since the beginning, adding different segments, going through, you know, different, more entertainment-related topics and stuff, just because we found that the political stuff, you might be interested into it, but for us, it's just a lot of ranting, a lot of not... Yeah, so we much, just get mad. Not a lot of, co- not a lot of comedy, yeah. <laughs> we end up being, like, really, like, grumpy old grandpas at the end of it. So. Oh, you know what? <sighs> what? I'm not gonna talk about it because then this podcast is just gonna be oh, this episode is <laughs> gonna get longer. Okay, fine, we but, can talk uh, about it next time. Next time. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. We will catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.